this is episode 646 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, June 26, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Kuznez. Today I've got some layers of fear to, to talk about some supermarket shriek and Apex Legends for real this time. And that's, that's pretty much it. Of course, uh, I'm going to talk about right now, Attack the Backlog and Future Plan. So I still have to record the Wolfenstein, the New Order episode, the audio, because I've tried to record it a handful of times so far. I got through one entire run of it at a point and deleted all of that. I'm just not feeling super happy with how that one's coming out. And that sometimes happens where it just isn't feeling right. Thankfully, I have a, a big cushion that I don't have to worry about it. But the biggest problem with not recording the audio or, or, or taking my time with the audio for a game I just played is that I don't want to then move on to another backlog game until I finish the audio. I can edit the video and put all that together fine, no matter how much time has passed since I played the game, because the audio is there. But the more time that passes and the more games I play in between uh, another game, uh, the more my memory will fade to some extent. I'll still have plenty of memory. Like I have memories about previous games that I've played in Attack the Backlog, but specific details, the, the kind of stuff that makes Attack the Backlog more interesting, I'd say that the more personal things and the specifics, those start to... Guess what? For some reason, the audio just didn't record again for a chunk of the show. This time, a much bigger chunk. But uh, yeah, that's what happened here, and why it's abruptly ends. Why it's why it abruptly ends, and then it picks up. Except for now, you have this thing that is between the two points where the abruption happened. So it's not. I mean, it's still abrupt. Don't get me wrong, but I'm here telling you about how it's abrupt. And I'm realizing now that while I'm talking about this, I have Apex in the lobby in the background, not muted, so you can hear that menu music. And I don't, I don't really care because this is just, you know, something to put where that abruption <laughs> happens. Anywho, enjoy the rest of the show. An all-time new high or low, depending on how you look at it, a uh, barrel of jokes from me. I don't, I, I'm so, you don't know how hard it is for me not to just spoil them right now because one of them, it makes me laugh at least. And I cracked up while saying it. And it's really stupid. <laughs> but it's it's a good time. I also feel like, because I, I don't audibly laugh a lot with other people. Like people will show me shit. And then I'll be like, yeah, and I'll maybe smile or whatever. But I don't laugh a lot outside of making myself laugh, which I think is the best way. Like, if I can make myself laugh, that's good. You know, I'm the person who's around me the most. But sometimes when I hear myself laugh, I feel like I have a very, I don't want to say evil laugh, maybe mischievous laugh. It doesn't sound, <laughs> it doesn't sound nice. <laughs> It sounds like I'm up to some shenanigans and, and nonsense. But 
Yeah. Got to record the, the audio for the new order. I want to get back to second runs and actually do that. Uh, like I said, months and months ago, as I was playing through Jade Empire for second runs to be the first episode, my disappointment with that and knowing that there was still a good chunk of content left, I kind of lost some momentum there. But then I thought to myself, second runs is all about revisiting games that in the past I really loved and seeing if I still love them as much or more or, or, or less. And because they're games I've already played, I don't need to finish them again. I can if I'm loving them so much. But in the case of Jade Empire, I don't need to pour 20 or so, maybe a little less, hours into it just to say I finished it again when revisiting it, it has shown me that uh, this game that I once would have put in my top 25 is no longer my top 25 and probably not even my top 50. I mean, no, it definitely wouldn't be in my top 50 because the gameplay is really effed up. It's this weird middle ground that screws up, but like, you know, uh, I, I don't need to play it, right? I don't think so. And then I'm just, I'm looking at all these other games that I really love to revisit and I want to do the second runs series because I think that'd be fun. It would be a nice uh, off week thing for Attack the Backlog to go on the podcast feed, the RSS feed, and be its own playlist and everything on YouTube. It wouldn't be like Attack the Backlog slash or Attack the Backlog dash second runs colon this game. It would just be its own thing, second runs, but it would be part of the Attack the Backlog feed. Because um, like when Enslaved made its way to backward compatibility, I'm like, oh yeah, I am ready to play that again, and I'm very ready to play that again. Uh, I'm, I'm f playing through Laser Fear Two has made me want to go back to Condemned One, uh, and I'll get to that when I talk about Layers of Fear Two. But yeah, I'd like to do that. And then one of the things I'm struggling with with Attack the Backlog, but I think I just don't really care when I when I step back and think about it because I look at some of the games that I'm interested in playing and I think to myself, well, will this do the best? Do people want to see this? And in reality, it's not about them. It's not about you. I know you think it is, but this whole project, Attack the Backlog, is about me going into my backlog and playing games I want to play. And some of them are super short, and I think, uh, is that deserving of an episode? Well, why not? You know, it's, it's not like I, I've, I'm only playing games that are super long. I'm just playing games that I want to play. There are certain games that don't really, I mean, they could, like, in the same way that, like, Civ Revolution and stuff like that, where it doesn't have a, a straight narrative and how you go about playing those, do you play it for a certain amount of time or a certain number of playthroughs you know there are arcade games like if i had never played the pac-man uh championship edition game could i play that for attack the backlog why not i just play it for however many hours until i feel like i've gotten my fill of it or i feel like I i'm able to talk about it and have a, a strong opinion of it because attack the backlog is in a way a review series you know i have each episode, I focus on a game. It's just different than a traditional review series because I am playing games that are now old. You know, they could range anywhere from decades old to a few months old. But regardless, they're games that are no longer in the zeitgeist that people aren't really talking about all that much. And games that have, you know, 
past their moment in the sun, whether it's only took them a few weeks to do that. But uh, I, I still think for me, probably six months is the minimum for backlog gaming. So that means what? <laughs> how, how long do I have to wait? Well, at this point with the cushion, is it already time for Resident Evil 2? I want to just, I want to play that, but also make content with it as well. So that's my excuse for that. But, um, yeah, and I just got a copy of Let's Go Pikachu, which I don't remember when that came out. Was that, was that a November release? Like a lot of Pokemon games? In which case, that is definitely a, a backlog uh, candidate. Though I think that, oh God, that game's long, I think. Not that I'm against long games. I did play like Yakuza Zero, which is wonderful. But yeah, there are a lot of things I'd like to do with it. The new Elgato I ordered should be arriving tomorrow, which would be nice. Get that 1080p 60fps, uh, which will be very nice. I opted not to get a ring light because when I was thinking about the ring light and, and just looking at it, I'm like, okay, it is this bright light that people put in front of their face and they get this ring light in their eyes, which some people like, some people don't. But then I'm thinking, well, I've, I've messed around with lights and stuff and with glasses, those lights will reflect in them and it's not going to look good. And so I decided not to get one, especially when I confirmed that, yeah, that's how it's going to end up being. And instead... I looked at my TV. I'm like, okay, I can still use this as the light on the on the left side of my face, but instead of always turning on my switch and using this mini metro game or whatever it's called as my lighting source, let me just create a 1080p image that is slightly off white, that's a little bit darker, so it's not too overpowering, not too bright. Put on a USB stick, and then leave that stick in my TV, and then whenever I have to record video i just flip over to the usb stick play that quote unquote play that image and i'm good to go and that's what i'm doing right now i have my tv set to uh, a blank 1080p image and it, it's working pretty well as well as can be expected you know and i'm not going to get some professional crazy lighting setup here i don't want to spend too much on that but uh yeah so i'm in terms of equipment and stuff, other than wanting to get a new webcam at some point, I'm all good. But yeah, I am. I just so I want to get Attack the Backlog or Wolfenstein: The New Order out of the way because it's starting to get a little bit annoying and frustrating. And the longer it takes, the longer and more, more frustrated I'm going to get. And I just I want to move get that on so I can move on. And the game I want to play after it, which is why I mentioned, you know, playing games that maybe not people would, uh, anyone else would care about, and also games that are short. Uh, I, I really want to play Rocket Knight. I think that's the name of it, right? With the uh, the little, what is he? What kind of animal is he? But I, I vaguely remember playing the original, and then they, you know, remade it for Xbox Live Arcade, and. I just booted it up because it's backward compatible on the Xbox One. I'm like, oh, this looks really nice. It still looks really good. It feels pretty good. I want to play this. 
And why can't I play this for Attack the Backlog, huh? It's got its story campaign thing. Why not? Why not? That's what I say. You know? And maybe I'll be able to do more, like I said, episodes of Attack the Backlog. It could turn into weekly, but what makes it more difficult in that sense is just the, the video side of it as well. Not that the video is hard to put together, but it just... It's an additional step, and I, I would much rather, I would like to progress towards making even better videos than making more of them. You know, I would like to continuously put out videos and, and constantly get better and better at making them and, and all that. So, yeah, that's a, a, a bunch of stuff about Attack the Backlog and whatnot so moving on to what i've been playing after going on and on and on about all that i have been playing before that one little bit of news i didn't even know there was a mouse guard movie that was in the works uh, in any way shape or form but i guess that was canceled at some point thanks to the fox disney merger and there was a demo reel that was put out and it's like eight minutes long or so it looks really good, and it's super disappointing. If you don't know what Mossgard is, it's a beautiful comic. It's just gorgeous art. I highly recommend looking at it. If you are, if you've played and were a fan of what was it, Moss, the little mousy PSVR game, you you're gonna you would love Mossgard. If you if you somehow managed to play that game with no knowledge of Mossgard and still no knowledge of Mossgard, go look it up. And thank me later, because Mouse Guard is fantastic, and it's beautiful. And when I saw that game, I'm like, is this a Mouse Guard game? I think a lot of people thought that, or at least people who are aware of what Mouse Guard is, which is beautiful. And the demo reel just has me disappointed. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe it'll be like Deadpool. We're like, okay, let's put this demo reel out there. Maybe it'll get people excited, and they'll make this. I don't think that's going to happen, though. So... Moving on to what I've been playing for real, real this time. Layers of Fear 2. I've played a bit of it. And in this game, compared to the first, in the first you were this artist descending into madness. And I really enjoy that game because it's a horror game, but it was psychological horror. It wasn't about running away from a monster and hiding from a monster and any of that kind of stuff. It just had a lot of psychological horror. And the the world, the area around you, the house around you changing and things showing up here and there and, and just, you know, messing with your head, which I really liked. Uh, the little bit I've played of Layers of Fear 2 is all right so far. It looks great. In this one, you are a Hollywood actor who has been, who has decided to take on this role in this picture from a director who seems to be a bit of a pre-Madonna a bit of a, a difficult person to work with. And it's taking place on this ship that is very Titanic-esque. And there's no one else there. So it's just you again. You come across... It's very room-based horror. So you go through a door and then the door will close behind you. And then you'll maybe see a jump scare in there. Get a little bit of narrative. Or a bit of just overall atmosphere then you move on go through another door it'll close behind you and it's you know it's very room based in that sense at least early on and the the story seems all right like the, the there's something about it that's not grabbing me as much as the first game 
Uh, and I think part of it is that there, there was more... I don't know, because it's been a while since I played the first Laser Fear, but I just remember being way more interested in it, and I think part of it is the story and this artist's, artist's descent into madness, whereas in this case, you're an actor who's you know, on the ship by yourself, and you're like, what the hell's going on? And that's, that difference is a, a bit um, palpable. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it just doesn't have the spark or, or, or whatnot that the first had. Another problem I have is that, and, and it, when I was talking or about Condemned and referring to Layers of Fear 2, there are some mannequins that I've run into, and then, of course, they'll move around and the, the world will jump around. One of the things it does well with its jump scares is that sometimes you'll hear something, and even if you don't see it, the controller will vibrate very strongly, it's a, it's a, like that it's probably turned to max vibration and that startled me a few times but that is also in part because uh i am someone because of my asthma when i am startled physically whether it's like somebody grabs me and, and i'm not expecting it i can depending on the like rhythm of my breathing or where i am during a breath uh, it can, uh, I, it could give me an asthma attack. Uh, I once had a, an, a, a bad attack when somebody uh, hit me in a way at the just perfect timing that caught my breathing off guard. Um, so I, I can get startled by that easily. But um, yeah, you had the mannequins. Uh, though what concerns me and what has me less interested in this game is knowing that at some point down the line there will be a monster that is introduced apparently a very phallic monster and he it is someone something that will often pop up out of nowhere and be an instant death and then you lose all your progress in area and that kind of shit just doesn't appeal to me in games like this and i don't think layers of fear 2 has this because I didn't see it anywhere. I didn't see it in any of the, the press material that I received. Um, but in games like this that have monsters in them, and, and that was the thing that I loved about Layers of Fear, the first one. No monster. I think there was one area where you were in like a kid's kind of room and there were dolls all over the place. And there was a doll moving around this small space. And if you got too close to them, they would like get right up in your face and you die and you have to restart but it was so easy to avoid them they weren't like chasing you from my recollection but with games like laser fear 2 now and, and other games like amnesia or summer or whatever having monsters chase you and, and hunt you and having to hide from them and run away from them that shit doesn't appeal to me that shit does scare me i don't like having no ability to defend myself and when a horror game, you know, this doesn't work for every horror game, but when a horror game is also narrative-based and not just scare-based, like Soma or Layers of Fear and Layers of Fear 2, having a safe mode that allows me to experience the story and the world and the atmosphere and all the stuff you've put in the game and just not have to deal with those cheap scares, because I think these type of monster games where you are weak, you can't defend yourself, you can only run and hide, I think 
those kind of scares are as cheap as they come. And while they work, they're cheap. And I, I much prefer games like the first Layers of Fear that has psychological horror, or given the ability to play in safe mode, like with Soma, which had one of the best stories I've played in games in, in the last five years, maybe ever. I, I adore the story in Soma. There was... Yes, ninja. And, and I only was able to play it because it had the safe mode, and I appreciate that. Of course, not every game or, or horror game has any kind of strong narrative. It's really just, well, there's a monster. Run and hide from it. Ooh, and maybe there's a very, very loose narrative, uh, something that just keeps you progressing, moving forward, but not anything substantial, not something that you should really care about. And in those cases, safe mode kind of defeats the purpose when your game really is just a monster game as opposed to a horror game or a psychological thriller game or whatever with a monster aspect to it. So that is something that doesn't have me super excited about continuing with Layers of Fear 2, but so far what I've played, I have enjoyed. And it hasn't gotten to the monster bit yet. So yeah, it's it's just not grabbing me in the same way. And I think part of it is just having more, and maybe it's because I'm an artist too, but having just being more uh, engrossed in the, the artist's Descent into Madness as opposed to this actor's solemn uh, nature on this ship, uh, his solitude, his whatever. Uh, and then, and uh, yeah, Layers of Fear 2 is on Xbox One. That's where I'm playing it, PS4, PC. Don't know if it's on Switch. Uh, but I'm playing on Xbox One. I don't know. I'm assuming it's on PS4 if it wasn't then that would be surprising, but who the hell knows. And then I played some Supermarket Shriek, which is available on Xbox One for free if you have Game Pass. And if you don't have Game Pass, why don't you? Are you an Xbox Live Gold member? You can still get a month of Game Pass Ultimate or Xbox Live... What is it called? Is it Game Pass Ultimate? Is it Xbox Live Gold Ultimate? Is it Xbox Live Gold Game Pass Ultimate? What is it called? Is it just Or is it just Xbox Ultimate? I don't know what it's called. But that ultimate pack that gives you gold, Game Pass, and Game Pass for PC for 15 bucks, you get a month for a dollar. And again, if you don't know this, I mentioned this a few episodes ago or whatever, if you already have a gold membership, and just so you know, you can stack up to three years. You can't go over three years. So if you have two years and two months of gold, you can't then buy another gold membership and then have three years and two months you can't exceed three years so if you have a, a year and 11 months then you can do it and you also can't i guess use this promotion if you have exactly three years and then this extra month that the promotion the dollar promotion would give you would push you over three years then you couldn't do it as well so keep that in mind but with this promotion what it does is it takes your current subscription length adds on a month for that dollar and converts your subscription whatever it is to ultimate for that entire period of time so i had xbox live gold good through october 2021 i did the promotion 
paid a buck for the ultimate for the month of ultimate and what it did is it converted my you know two years and change of gold into ultimate added on another month so now i am good through november of 2021 uh for with gold and game pass for both pc and xbox one so if you aren't a game pass subscriber there is no there is literally no better time than right now no better time there will never be a better time i mean Next C3, sure, maybe, probably, uh, I don't know. Um, or like some other thing, Xbox, whatever that their own event is, whatever it's called again, uh, they could do it again because they've done plenty of promotions with Game Pass and all that. But there's no better time than right now, and there will never be another better time. There could be an equally good time, but never a better time than right now to become a Game Pass supscriber. Anywho, Super Rare Supermarket Shriek is on game pass i played the first area and then a few levels of the second area and this is a game where you control and you can do cope as well but you control a human and a goat that are sitting in a shopping cart the left trigger makes i think the human scream and then the right trigger makes the goat scream doesn't matter which is which but you are in the shopping cart when you hold the left trigger You'll turn to the left. You'll rotate to the left. When you hold the right trigger, you'll rotate to the right. When you hold them both down, you'll go straight. So it's just a game where you are controlling this shopping cart in this way, rotating in these directions or pushing forward uh, thanks to the propulsion of the vocal cords of this human and this goat. And you make your way through supermarkets with various goals. Sometimes you have to beat a little like remote control ambulance looking thing or you have to knock over or collect uh, a few grocery items and then make your way to the exit uh, and sometimes you have to avoid things uh, and it, it's all right the controls will probably take some getting used to because they are funky and, and they're made to be that way but i found them to be all right yeah i read a lot of negative reviews and all of them going on and on about how the controls are terrible but i don't want to go back to this game all the time when i want to talk about games that feel terrible and in this kind of like i don't know silly physics-based weird controlling genre goat simulator and octodad and all that but if you want to play a game that feels like shit play i am bread that game is the shittiest of the shitty shit shit shits. Superman or Supermarket Shriek. I can't keep wanting to call it Superman Shriek. Supermarket Shriek feels really good in comparison to that. And in a way, it feels just like a looser version of the old Micro Machine games uh, and those type of racers. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's kind of silly. The, the thing that I would say that stands out the most and what kind of surprises me the most is that it is not funny or all that i mean it, yeah it's silly the premise and all that but in terms of what i've been doing in these supermarkets just racing through things and avoiding sometimes uh giant axes and fire pits and shit like that it's not that funny and as silly as the premise is the concept is there's not a lot of silly shit going on outside of that. Okay, sure. I'm a goat and a dude in a supermarket in a, in a cart. 
moving around supermarkets. What else is there? You know, have it be super silly where they're like, okay, in this level, they're going to be clowns all over the area that are set up like bowling ball or bowling pins. You got to knock them over before you make your way to the exit. Uh, and depending, you have to get a certain score. Like you, you can't get a spear. You just need to strike them, but maybe someone will be standing. I don't know. Be super silly with it. Maybe it'll get extra silly uh, with later levels. But so far, it's not as silly as I was expecting. But that kind of makes sense because you look at the videos like oh, the goat screaming. It's like, okay, this is kind of funny. Anything else? Is there anything else about this now? Just goat screaming? All right. I've already watched this like a few dozen times. Still kind of funny, but I think I'll move on. And that's the feeling I'm getting from Supermarket Shriek. And apparently I'm the only person on my friends list who's even tried it. Because the friend leaderboards, I was the top on all of them. But yeah, that is free on Game Pass. And I think it's on every other platform. But again, I'm not sure. And then I played some... I mean, I've been playing Apex Legends like crazy. The thing that is pissing me off so much right now is people not respecting the dib system. When somebody, you know, pings an item, uh, whether it's a weapon or some armor or an attachment, whatever, ammo, etc., and you ping it back and, and say, you know, I could use that, or if you're playing as uh, Lifeline, Deebs, uh, or anything in between, when another player, the other player, the one who didn't ping it, takes that shit and doesn't respect the system, it infuriates me. It That may infuriate me more than anything. I get so angry and I say to myself, okay, you motherfucker, if you get down, I'm not coming to rescue you. You can go fuck yourself. Maybe I'll pick you up at some point, but you are definitely not a priority anymore because you are treating this system, this sacred system, like it's meaningless. And because of that, you are now meaningless to me. And yeah, I can't stand that. I've also had a few instances where people are just really shitty. I had a game where we were the final two and it was us against another squad of just two. I got up on this squad. I knocked down one of them, almost knocked on the other. And I kept pinging the shit out of them, but we ended up losing because the person, one of our other players, he dropped right away. I don't remember why. Uh, he might have died and just decided to quit. But the other player was, I guess I can't be too upset because they were level three. They were clearly new to the game. But even still, they were playing it like they had never played a first person. Like, I don't, it was just a nightmare watching them do nothing. I'm pinging the shit out of this person. I'm like, here, there's, there's someone here, there's someone here, there's someone here. And I'm watching them as they're, pausing waiting to see if the the, the other players are going to come after them and then they start healing and my teammate is just doing nothing and at the end of the game they had zero damage done so they never got a shot on any single person throughout the entire playthrough and that just infuriated me because we were so close to winning but in reality I was so close to winning because my other player was so new and so green that they were unable to do anything that was heartbreaking but uh yeah i still i love that game 
excited for season two and yeah i really like that game before i end the show some at that point where i'm gonna end it there's nothing really new to talk about other than still watching uh roni kenshin and i am in the kyoto arc now i guess about episode 40 or so and i'm at a point where I don't know, i'm gonna keep watching and finish it but i'm at a point where and i google this to find out and ruin it even more so for myself that a new character was introduced somewhat recently i found out that they are 100 a regular and that they will eventually marry kenshin after his first wife the good woman on the show ends up getting killed which i found that out too and that just ruined everything for me but this character i think her name is karu she is one of the most annoying characters i've ever experienced in an anime and knowing that i'm gonna have to deal with her for the rest of the series there's like 96 episodes in this series just kill me now but then in addition to her there was a new character another new character that was introduced recently i think his name is saito he's fantastic i love him so now i'm like god damn it why did this have to happen to me also I feel old when people are, are using terminology that I'm just like, this sound, this is just ridiculous. And this goes out too, because they'll probably listen to this at some point. Good old Angie. I, I have <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> just like, what is this? We're saying something slaps. I know I can clearly tell that means something is good, but it's just like, Oh, that's that slaps. That's so I don't I don't I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know why it is so weird to me, but it just it sounds. Uh, I don't know. It, that particular makes me feel really old, because I can't ever imagine saying, "Yeah, that that new Ninja Turtles movie, it slaps." <laughs> it's so. Oh God, yeah. I'm just an old, old, old person at heart. Um, I did get a new micro SD card for my Switch, which is fun. Yeah, because they had them on sale. They had the 200 gig one on sale for like 24 bucks on Amazon yesterday. And I noticed that my card is got about 14 or so gigs left. And I should switch that out. See what I did there? So that's what I'm going to do. That's supposed to arrive today, which is nice. Uh, yeah. Anywho, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. The only podcast on the internet that slaps. Oh, yeah. You've heard it here once. You've heard it here twice. I mean, you've only heard it here once. But it does slap. So now you've heard it here twice. Where was I going with this? See? This is the problem with slapping. It just wrecks everything you know the train was on the tracks and then here comes one slap then another slap and now the train is just derailed and everyone's dead on it and it's just a fucking nightmare because these slappy slappy slap once again i'm your host mark Nez. y'all can find me on twitter at pxslaps.com slash slaps uh no I, i'm pretty much everywhere twitter etc at PX Sausage. This side is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com. I should, I should see pixelatedslaps.com is available. 
Now that sounds, see like that, that doesn't work. That just sounds like something really mean and negative and abusive that is pixelated. Uh, I don't want to be attributed with that. So no pixelated slaps, but pixelated saucer.com all the time where you can find this podcast, the pixelated paranormal podcast and attack the backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher radio, Google play, Apple podcasts and Spotify. If you like, (laughs) I keep wanting to just interject and add some kind of stupid slap version of every plug. Uh, do you know what slaps? Plugs. Plugs slap like shit. Like crazy. I don't know. Slapping like shit doesn't sound good. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking about slap at the base. Well, the man. Is that what he said? Slap at the base. Slap at the base. He did something with the base. Uh, slap in the base. Sounds like a uh, euphemism for, uh, you know... I mean, slapping something else. What the hell's going on? Uh, YouTube.com slash Pixelated Sausage. If you want to watch the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, which I highly recommend for Attack the Backlog. Again, the newest episode is live. It is Costume Quest 2. It's a delightful game. And I highly recommend checking out that video. Uh, or you can just listen to it. The video's all right. The music is what stands out. It's not a game that demos particularly well, but the next episode, which is Hattiful Boyfriend, is a game that demos even worse than Costume Quest do. So get excited for that. But um, yeah, if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away. I should make a new tier in there, the slap tier. That is, I need to find out what a, a good number for slap is. I mean, it could be $4 for slap for how much the show slaps because SLAP is four letters long. Or if it's that the show slaps, and the site slaps, and all of the stuff we do slaps. That's five letters, slaps, with the extra S on it. So that should be five dollars. A dollar for each letter that the site slaps. Oh, boy. Well, that will do it, really. So, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye! Oh